early to get up before dawn, milk cows work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, uh, you know, I have some uh, big news that I'm going to be sharing with you today. I shared it yesterday, but I have a great clip today uh, where I got this information from. It was a uh, congressman. And one of the things I think is a big story that's getting underplayed and people aren't talking about it enough is... The deal with um, Emirex uh, battery manufacturer in China and how Bohide Harvest invested in this company. So that's the first part. And the second part is, and the more important part, is that China spent over a billion dollars with Bohide Harvest to mine for uh, cobalt in, in, in the Congo. Now, we've had um, reports that we've reported on con- the Congo and the cobalt mines and the slave labor camps because a lot of manual labor is being done there. They're working for pennies on the dollar. It's probably worse than the Uyghurs are going through, but just as bad. if it's It's up there. And... It's inhumane. And so when you put that picture together and you look at the globalists that are all the United Nations, incidentally, Biden stumbled off stage. He just started walking toward a dead end while a guy was actually praising him with thank yous and appreciation for all that he's done to bring America back into the climate climate. globalist fold remember I said yesterday I said you wait you watch what Biden does he's going to get applause he's going to get a standing ovation he's going to get big thank yous and that's exactly what happened to him because he brought uh, globalism and I said this yesterday globalism doesn't work without the support of the American voter 
And right now, the only way the globalists are getting the American voter is through election fraud. That's it. And we have to get better at fighting election fraud because we know that the Democrats will do anything uh, to profit and gain power and, and enjoy those profits that they get with the power. You take a look at the Pelosi family. On August 2nd and August 3rd, they went over to Taiwan. And it didn't take them but 45 days to drum up some legislation that sends $2 billion to Taiwan. At the same time, you got Joe Biden talking out of both sides of his mouth, supporting one China policy while at the same time supporting military assets and expenditures like in Ukraine with the laundering in Taiwan. And really, you can't have both. You can't say we don't believe in Taiwan's independence at the same time that you're actually going in and defending Taiwan from Chinese aggression. The two don't make sense at all. But it does make sense because there's a lot of corruption going on. There's a lot of corruption going on at the same time that our strategic oil reserves were being depleted, sent to China, while they make this transition from electric, from fossil fuels to electric. And uh, since we have all these sirens in the background, we're going to go ahead and play this clip now. Um Oh, they're, well, and by the way, just nothing for nothing, but Toledo, Ohio, the manufactured energy crisis rolls on with yet another oil refinery going up in smoke. How do you like that? This stuff has got to stop. Meanwhile, the Democrats just passed a, a piece of legislation through the House. It's, it's uh, about, it's H.R. 8770, where... The House GOP, Judiciary GOP, uh, basically said there's no hiding it. Democrats want non-citizens voting in our elections. So the Democrats are up to turning all these imported illegals into voters, and they're going to commit massive voter fraud to do it. At the same time, you have the Democrat Party being ignored for their violence. At the same time, you got Trump being sued by Letitia James civilly, not criminally, but civilly. And they're going after every single, the FBI is going after every single MAGA movement supporter that they could find. I'll probably be next. It says here, since Lee Zeldin was stabbed, a Democrat official stabbed a journalist to death and a teen Republican was murdered by a leftist. In Louisville, the mayor was assaulted and a candidate was shot by a leftist. Democrats justified the assault on 
Rand Paul every day. And who wrote that? Kelly Paul, Rand Paul's wife. Evil abounds. We got to fight back, though. Pelosi and the Bidens get rich from electric vehicles. Pelosi's son sits on a Taiwanese company board, just like Hunter sat on the Burisma board, that produces lithium for... So Pelosi's son sits on a Taiwanese company board that produces lithium for EV batteries, electric vehicle batteries. And Hunter brokered deals selling Africa's electric vehicle battery needed cobalt to communist China. No government can stop climate from changing. Boat red. And the climate CO2 emissions is a myth. More and more climate uh, scientists have argued this point. Meanwhile, in Mar-a-Lago, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Mike Davis writes, It was legal for Bill Clinton to have highly classified recordings in his sock drawer and legal for Obama to have highly classified records in an unsecured storage unit, but it's somehow illegal for Trump to have his declassified records in the office of former president. Does that make any sense to you? No, of course it doesn't. So the GOP oversight uncovered a plan by the Biden family to sell United States natural gas reserves to China. Chinese business partners provided the Biden family detailed maps identifying critical U.S. gas reserves. It's not just Hunter. Joe Biden was deeply involved. So we're going to listen to a clip from uh, uh, that was on Hannity. But before we do, we're going to play this clip right here. This is this is just an absolute amazing clip, and it's from a congressman. Now I I don't have his name for some reason. It didn't show, but um, and I I don't really recognize him that much. But uh, I will say this. Um. The uh, I wrote this. There is a reason why Biden is pushing electric vehicles, jacking the price up of gas on average working class Americans, closing lease agreements on drilling, selling China our strategic oil reserves, and shutting down oil development projects like the Keystone XL pipeline. And here it is. Here it is in this video. With help from the Biden crime family, China invested billions in Arizona-based Freeport McMoran cobalt copper mine. In addition to China's leading battery manufacturer, Emperex. So let's take a listen to this. And we're going to play one part of this clip over again. It's in the middle at the 220 mark. But... What we're going to do is play the whole thing in its entirety. It's three minutes and 35 seconds. We're going to play the whole thing. But what we're going to do is we're going to repeat this one part so you get a clear understanding of what's going on here. All right. So here we go. You are now recognized. Thank you, Madam Chairwoman. 
You know, first, uh, let me comment on my Democratic colleague from Georgia's statement on his assertion that the Democrats had wins for the American people. Well, let me go through a few of those wins. 40-year high inflation, wide open borders, rampant crime and soaring energy costs. These are the Democrat wins. These are the big Democrat wins, but they're not for the American people. They're for the Democrats. But I rise to speak in support of H.R.E.S. 1243. This resolution provides Congress with necessary information to review and address apparent conflicts of interest regarding President Joe Biden and members of his family. By the way, incidentally, this is uh, Andrew Clyde, Republican from Georgia, a congressman. Without the ability to review documents held by the United States Treasury, such as suspicious activity reports, information which was previously routinely provided to Congress until the Biden administration, without the ability to review these documents, we cannot carry out proper congressional oversight. Hunter Biden's Chinese business deals are just one concern. In 2012, as Joe Biden and Barack Obama ran for re-election, Hunter and his longtime business partner, Devin Archer, now sentenced for fraudulent activities, reportedly entered talks with a Jonathan Lee, a Chinese national who ran Bohai Capital. The group founded private equity fund Bohai Harvest RST-BHR, and BHR is Biden, Hunter, Robert. On December the 16th, 2013, 11 days after Vice President Biden flew to Beijing to meet with President Xi Jinping, Hunter told the New Yorker he had explicitly requested to join Vice President Biden, his father, on the trip and arranged for Lee to meet his father. The New York Times reported that Hunter, Archer, and Christopher Heinz served on the board and controlled 30% of BHR. The rest of the company is owned and or controlled by Chinese investors that include the Bank of China, according to records filed with Chinese regulators. In 2016, BHR, through funds that came entirely from Chinese state-backed companies, contributed over a billion dollars to the buyout of Arizona-based Freeport McMoran for the purchase of a cobalt copper mine and copper mine in the Democratic Republic of Congo, when my good friend Mr. Donalds talked about cobalt. Hunter Biden stood to gain millions on the deal. The firm also purchased a stake in China's contemporary Amperex technology company, the world's biggest maker of batteries for electric vehicles. Committee Republicans have already written to the Transportation Secretary about our concerns that due to the Biden administration's policies, American jobs are suffering. For example, Ford Motor Company recently announced that it will cut 8,000 more American jobs. As Republicans highlighted in our January letter to the National Archivist, the American people deserve answers on the extent of of Hunter Biden's business dealings, both domestic and abroad, and whether, or really how much, then President, excuse me, then Vice President Joe Biden was aware of the extent to which his son was trading on President Biden's name or Vice President Biden's name. Thank you, and I yield back. All right, so there you have it. What you just heard is basically motivation for Biden's radical green policies, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Ford laying off thousands of workers. The gas prices being sky high. 
They did it all on purpose. You can't be that stupid, people. You cannot be that dumb. And they are not that dumb. You don't get to be that powerful and that rich and be stupid at the same time. That just is impossible. So there's something else going on here. And what it is, it's worse than organized crime. Organized crime pales in comparison. Al Capone, uh, the Gambino crime family, nothing compared to this. This is the Biden crime family. And what they're doing is at the expense of millions of taxpaying American citizens, not only are they rigging the election like a bank robber in a smash and grab operation, or someone who basically takes their car and smashes it into the uh, armored vehicle to steal the gold, they know that they're not hiding the crime. But what they're doing is saying, prove it. You know, Lee Harvey Oswald, you know, nobody even knows the full story about JFK. It happened right in front of you. So the government has a way of covering this stuff up because the media is complicit. Nobody is doing their journalistic duty. And the politicians are corrupt. And everybody that supports this corruption, uh, this green initiative, is going to get rewarded. And they're not going to be damaged. They're going to get reelected. They're going to be funded by the globalists. All the people that Klaus Schwab speaks with at Davos every year, at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, they're told to invest appropriately. They're told to buy advertising from liberal media. They're told to support NGOs that carry out the mission. They're grooming future politicians to embed themselves in parliaments like the Canadian Parliament. It's why Justin Trudeau and Ruta from Finland are up there, or in the Netherlands, uh, are up there, you know, being the ambassadors of globalism. Stealing and taking, confiscating people's farmlands, seizing the assets of the Ottawa truckers. They're pushing COVID mandates and restrictions despite the fact that there's been a lack of proper testing on these drugs that they're forcing into your arms so that they get advanced social credit score systems and electro, uh, and create a digital footprint for compliance so that they know who's getting the vaccine and who's not. We're just now starting to experience the mortality rates of these vaccines. Again, we're always learning the truth when it's too late. And they knew it. When they were doing the election rigging, they knew that nobody would ever find out until it was too late. So you could, you could, you know, like Hillary Clinton, she got a, she stonewalled on Benghazi until the statute of limitations ran out. 
And then she just sits there and laughs about it because she's evil. Listen to this part again. Because it's radio, I'm going to play this one part again right here. Listen carefully. And then think about all the climate initiatives that Biden administrations put out and put the two together, please. Right here. HR, through funds that came entirely from Chinese state-backed companies, contributed over a billion dollars to the buyout of Arizona-based Freeport McMoran for the purchase of a cobalt copper mine and copper mine in the Democratic Republic of Congo, when my good friend <coughs> Mr. Donalds talked about cobalt. Hunter Biden stood to gain millions on the deal. The firm also purchased a stake in China's contemporary Amperex technology company, the world's biggest maker of batteries for electric vehicles. Committee Republicans have already written to the Transportation Secretary about our concerns that due to the Biden administration's policies, American jobs are suffering. For example, Ford Motor Company recently announced that it will cut. All right, so how could you lose? So your Bohide Harvest, or your, your Bohide Harvest and your BHR, Biden, Hunter, Robert. That corporation, 30% owned by Biden, Christopher Hines, and uh, others. They were friendly with the Hunter Biden. And it was heavily invested by China, the Bank of China and other Chinese entities. And what they did in exchange for the money that they received, the billions of dollars they received, is they propped up a company called Freeport McMoran out of Arizona, John McCain country. And what they did was they propped it up and they, they, they invested in Freeport McMoran with, you know, privilege. And they were able to buy up a mine in the Congo. And then they bought up and they supported a Chinese firm called Emperex. So not only did they make the cobalt, they were making the cobalt that supported the, the batteries, the, the making of the batteries, but they supported the manufacture of the batteries as well. So Freeport McMoran is a mining company that was supplying the cobalt to Emperex, who was making the batteries for China production. How could you lose? Well, the only way you could lose is if gas prices went down. If gas prices were to stay low, then what would end up happening is no one would buy electric and the money would run out, the mine would close down, and Emerex would go file a bankruptcy. Emperex. Right? No batteries are being bought, so therefore no batteries are being sold. Uh, bad investment, right? Bad investment. And that's what was happening. So what we have is we have a manufactured industry, manufactured economic cycle. That's what's going on here. The Bidens truly did sell out America. We're paying for it 
in the in in everything we do because if you don't think that higher oil prices are driving the purchase of electric, electric vehicles you're out to lunch but the other part is they raise the price of uh, they they cut off the supply they canceled off the leases they shut down the Keystone pipeline development and the speculators in the oil market automatically said, well, gloomy days are ahead. We need to get the profits while we can. And so that's why they were blaming the oil companies for hoarding profits. But the, the oil companies had to hoard the profits because they know that the supply is going to run dry because they can't drill. The number of acres to which they were supposed to be able to drill is limited now. And they know what what portrait this paints. They know what this means to their bottom line and their future. So right away, as soon as oil prices go up, shipping prices, supply chain prices goes up. The petroleum goes up. Petroleum is used to make nylon, sweaters, stuff like that. So, I mean, all the clothes we buy, the, the distribution to the store from the product, whatever product that is. And many of the products require petroleum, oil-based paints, uh, you name it. You know, it's across the board. So when gas prices and oil prices go up, the cost to heat your home. And it's a double whammy. And I think that they factored this in that it's crushing the middle class, which is exactly how you get to socialism because it's the middle class that votes for Trump. It's the lower class that's dependent on the the government. And it's the upper class that is strategically aligned with the government's monopoly. So the super elite work with the government because it's a monopoly and they can have no competition, and keep the profits. They're guaranteed success because they're integral in the policy itself, the policy that actually works for them but not the middle class. So in a healthy society, you have 60% middle class, you have 20% poverty, maybe a little less, and you have 20% super wealth, Maybe a little more. Who knows? But it's that 60% that, you know, and and again, that's a 20, 20, and 20. That's a 20 upper middle, 20 middle, and 20 lower middle. The lower middle is falling to the the poverty. So now it's 40% poverty. And the upper middle, they see a threat by the government they get into the monopoly, and that's 40% at the top. Now you got 80% crushing the 20% in the middle, the middle middle class. And that's how you take over a country. And that's exactly what is happening right now. It's absolutely scary. So you just heard this report by a congressman, Congressman Andrew Clyde, stating facts under oath. And here's another really good clip. 
uncovered a plan by the Biden family to sell U.S. natural gas. It also brings me to this clip. This is one where Donald Trump uh, reveals what he thinks of Biden's green energy agenda. Let's take a listen to this one first, then this other interview. Let's take a listen. Reporting tonight from Palm Beach and Mar-a-Lago. So I asked President Trump to weigh in on Biden's policy failures. Let's take a look. When you left the presidency, gas was $2 and, and like 20 cents a gallon. Well, it was actually, now less. you have to go back to the date of the election. And so you go what? back to November 3rd. Don't go back to January 20th. It, th- it, was, it was less than $2, but... No. During that period, it was $1.87, and during that period, it was also $1.50. We had gasoline. I mean, it was incredible what was happening. So our borders were secure. Gas was cheap. Energy was cheap. You leave office, the consumer price index, the inflation measure, is, what, 1.4%. Now we're, what, seven months in a row at 8.4%. It's going to be much higher as soon as the election's over. Uh, they're artificially. I filled up the strategic reserves when oil was cheap. I bought 75 million barrels at a very, very cheap price. Filled it all up right to the top. First time it happened in 50 years where it was filled to the top. And they've taken that and they're giving it to people. It's supposed to be meant for war and for the military. Right. They're giving it to people to keep the oil prices down before an election. That's where it's being used. When the election is over, uh, gasoline will go through the roof. All right, and so, so will your heating bills, so will your electric bills. The thing about it, I mean, what puzzles me, and maybe you can answer it, I can't figure it out for myself, but, okay, we have more energy resources, hundreds and hundreds of years of natural gas and oil and coal in this country. You, make, for, you got us to energy independence. That was right. the first time in 75 years. You left office, we were a net exporter of energy. Right. I would argue, especially in light of Putin cutting off Western Europe, that we should be, use the word dominant, we should be energy dominant and providing Western Europe with their energy needs. We were soon going to be dominant. We would have been the most dominant in the world. We would have been supplying be all of too. Europe. We would have been supplying China. We would have been supplying every. We had 500 years right under our feet. Yeah. Okay. So Western Europe makes a mistake that I think we're about to make. And that is they gave into the climate alarmist religious cult, I call it. Right. And they became dependent on Vladimir Putin. Hostile actor, hostile regime. You knew him well. And as a result, Germany, it was announced yesterday, and Italy, so dependent, 174% increase in their heating bills anticipated this year. Which I said would happen. 30% of people's yearly income will go to heat people's homes. There are real reports and fear that people will die and freeze to death in Europe this winter. Because Putin has cut them off. It's true. So we have all these resources. So explain this to me. Why is it okay to get oil from Iran? Biden's trying to make a deal. And by the way, last year when nobody was looking, he imported a million barrels. 674 million from Russia last year. Uh, he's been begging OPEC to increase production. Uh, they reject him every time. The Saudis have rejected him. Yep. He sent an emissary to Venezuela why would we ever make those countries wealthy and rely on them for the lifeblood of our economy, especially in light of what we've seen in Western Europe, because their dependency problem is now destroying their economies? So listen to, it's sort of, it's not, to me it's not complex. We are making Putin rich as he does his war thing. He's making money over and above because it's so expensive, barrels of oil right now. 
if we have a reduced oil, he's going to have to stop. You don't even have to negotiate. The deal would have never happened. That, that horrible war where hundreds of thousands of people probably are dead already. But they would you have believe never it would have happened. happened if you were president. You told me that. I know it wouldn't have happened. Tell me why. I used to talk to him about it because he knew that I was going to take tremendous retribution or he felt that way, whether it's 10 percent or 5 percent. Did you tell him in no uncertain terms you would? Uh, I'd rather not say, but the answer is yes. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe. So there you are. And not only that, but, you know, when we listen to Joe Biden talk about, well, it's Putin's gas hike. He's trying to actually take uh, uh, um, obfuscate responsibility. He's trying to get uh, blame somebody else because he knows that what he's doing, it's not about you know, being economically stupid and, and being an overzealous uh, zealous with regard to climate uh, because you care about the environment. Everybody knows climate is a hoax. They're using it as a vehicle or a tool to control people. But that's what we thought of up until this point. But now when you understand about the Biden crime family's involvement in cobalt mines through... Uh, uh, Morgan Mer- uh, Freeman, Freeport Moran and Emirex and Hunter Biden's investments, the, the investments he used with Chinese money. Now we understand that they basically sold out America and, and collapsed our economy for one reason. Like when Donald Trump just there said, um, and I've been saying this as well, I said the whole reason for the Inflation Reduction Act and the uh, student loan forgiveness was basically going to cre- it's going to liquidate the dollar and it's going to increase inflation because it's going to devalue the dollar because anytime you print money that's what happens. But in addition to that, what it is is he was buying time. He was buying time to to basically borrow more money from the bank to pay the rent. Um to avoid eviction or foreclosure um, just before an election. So this money's going to last a little while, probably past the election, so that everything remains calm. And he's trying to do this victory lap on 8.3% inflation and still high gas prices. But the gas prices are going to go up. And just like Donald Trump said, and like I say, there's probably a deal to be made when you sell off the strategic oil reserves and then you want to buy and fill back up the oil reserves at $80 a barrel. When Donald Trump filled it up at $24 a barrel and filled it to the tippy top, he said. So we could see what's going on. We could see that what they're doing is controlling the market and it's going to collapse. And the thing is, he got this big applause and these big accolades yesterday with the globalists at the UN in New York because he is as corrupt as them, he is as compromised as them, he is one of them. And they're like, okay, America is now a player in our endeavor. We couldn't survive. We could not prosper. We could not succeed without 
the American taxpayers' money to sustain us. So Joe Biden obliged them because he doesn't care about the middle class. He knows that the elite will be fine. And he knows that he could take care of the world's poor because America was so rich. But for how long? How long before we crumble and become a third world country ourselves and throw the Constitution out the window? This election couldn't be any more important than that. All right, I have this uh, clip that I want to play. I also want to play this clip. This entire install, uh, first installment of the Trump interview on Hannity condensed down to two minutes, 20 seconds. He's talking about Letitia James. We're, we're going to get to that in just a second. I want to um, actually play this other clip right here. This is about uncovered a plan by the Biden family to sell U.S. natural gas reserves to China. Chinese business partners provided the Biden family detailed maps identifying critical U.S. gas reserves. It's not just Hunter. Joe Biden was deeply involved as well. And because now Congressman James Comer, he says he has evidence of Hunter's efforts to sell American natural gas to China. And now Congressman Comer has obtained a PowerPoint presentation from 2017, apparently detailing these business arrangements. And a whistleblower, we are told, has now come forward and says Joe Biden was in fact himself involved. Here to explain more, ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, Kentucky Congressman James Comer. Congressman, welcome to the program. Uh, I want to remind people that Hunter and his laptop, that everyone lied to us three, three weeks before the 2020 election and said was Russian misinformation, but turned out to be true, implicates Joe repeatedly. The big guy, Tony Bobolinsky, confirmed that. Uh, oh, I'm paying half of dad's bills. Oh, I've got to pay for dad's repairs. Uh, oh, he takes half my income. So he implicates his father many times. Now we have evidence that he did, in fact, meet with many of Hunter's foreign business dealing partners. Uh, and now you got this. Tell us what you have. Well, what we have is uh, proof, emails, uh, as well as a whistleblower that confirms the validity of bank transactions that we also have that showed that Hunter Biden, through his company, Hudson West, was negotiating a deal with the Chinese energy company, CEFC, to purchase American natural gas. They had a map in their PowerPoint that was written in Chinese that highlighted all the natural gas providers across the United States. And what uh, Hunter Biden was trying to do was negotiate the sale of uh, liquefied natural gas to China, but also CEFC's main objective was to be able to start purchasing interest in the drillers so they could get the foot in the door and be able to have more control over American natural gas prices. And this comes at a time when natural gas prices are at a 14-year high and Joe Biden continues to deny any knowledge of Hunter's involvement. We also have confirmation that Hunter Biden uh, told CEFC that his father was going to be a major uh, investor in 
the company and that, uh, in fact, he wanted to have keys to uh, an office headquarters that was going to be negotiating the deal. So the business was going to involve not just Joe Biden, but Jill Biden. And this is the first proof we have that Joe Biden was involved in energy shady business dealings between the United States and China. Is it really because Joe's on tape bragging about leveraging a billion taxpayer dollars to fire a prosecutor in Ukraine that we now know was investigating his son, who admitted that he had no experience in Ukraine, oil, gas, energy whatsoever, but was being paid a lot of money. He also got did a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. He had a $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. He got, what, $3.5 million from a Russian oligarch, uh, apparently with no experience. And we now know 14 meetings that Joe had with Hunter's foreign business partners. So is Joe implicated here? Does Joe Biden deserve to be investigated for basically selling out his office? I think it's safe to say now the oversight investigation of Hunter Biden is now shifting to an investigation of Joe Biden. Uh, we also have proof that $5 million was transferred from CEFC to Hunter Biden's company that Hunter had told CEFC that Joe Biden was a part of. So this implicates Joe Biden's involvement uh, in the email that uh, to the CEFC, Hunter Biden also gave the Chinese company Joe Biden's personal cell number. And Hunter Biden has referred to the, the founder of the company, Patrick Yo Ho, as being the chief spy for China, the Communist Party. So Hunter Biden knew not only was this a Chinese company, not only was this a Chinese company affiliated with the Communist China Chinese right. Party, this was also the company with the spy chief involved. Wow. Everything about this is a shady business dealing, and this is the first time that there's proof that in, Joe Biden was involved, in, and we have millions <coughs> of dollars in transactions. That's why we're trying to get those uh, suspicious uh, activities. This is another reason. So, so it's you know, here you go. I mean, right now they're on offense. They're running fearless because they don't worry about these things. So what you want to do is you want to win these elections, this midterm election, and they'll be able to put on defense. But think about this. You know, Donald Trump was talking earlier and he said, he said uh, that Russia is making out like a bandit because of the higher oil prices. Well, that's true. Well, guess what? Who made the prices of oil go higher? Who? Ask yourself that. Well, we know it was the Biden administration that caused the inflation and gas prices. Can everybody agree to that? Well, what if I were to tell you then that it makes sense that the Bidens increased the price of gas because they knew that they were going to be selling the strategic oil reserves and the natural gas through Hunter Biden's company. And why sell it when the prices were low, like down around uh, the Trump time in the beginning? Why not wait, jack up the price of gas, push electric, and at the same time sell off the oil when the price is high? Do you remember about a year and a half ago and I said, you know, Inflation, what the Biden administration did, I said this over and over again. It's on tape. And I said, I think that they're creating this inflation on purpose 
for a lot of their corporate cronies. This is what I said back then. But now I am learning more about these oil deals, and I didn't know about the strategic oil reserves being sold off until it happened about recently, you know, a couple of months ago. But now it makes sense. It makes even more sense what we've been saying all along. So, for example, if you have corporate cronies, right, that are investing in your campaign, you can say, okay, well, we're going to do a lot of policies. I suggest you buy your supply now before the supply chain with China shuts down, before oil prices skyrocket and everything uh, and inflation goes up across the board. So here's what you should do. You should buy low now, supply your supply chains in your warehouses, manufacture your goods and services, and then by the time you've already completed the manufacturing of these products and they're ready for market, inflation will already have occurred because it happened almost like a skyrocket uh, overnight, right? We went from uh, 1.7% inflation to 8.5% inflation in the quickest time in history did we ever see, you know, we've never seen inflation like that. So these corporations, they bought their supplies, they manufactured their goods, they got them ready for market, they waited for the inflation, and now they bought the widget to make the product at pennies on the dollar. They sell the product highly inflated, and they're making a profit. It's like, and I said this on the radio. I said, and you know, if you buy your house, you know, on 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 the dip, and you sell it on the bubble, you will make a lot of profit. Conversely, if you bought your house on the bubble, and you would sell it on the dip, number one, that would not be smart. Number two, you would lose your butt. You would lose everything. You would lose money. So the Bidens got in on the dip. When the oil prices and energy prices were low, and they got in on that, but they weren't going to sell those oil prices. What they were going to do is jack up the oil prices with inflation that caused inflation across the board. Corporations got involved and rode the wave, but the Bidens were all about energy. They were all about pricing out of the market gasoline but strategically selling it at the highest rate, they sold it on the high and the bubble. At the same time, they took that money and they invested in electric vehicles with the cobalt mine, with the uh, battery manufacturer, Emirex, like we heard. <coughs> well, like we heard in the beginning. Got a piece of dust in my throat. And that's what was going on there. That's what they did. It's impossible to comprehend this, but that's exactly what they did. So we're going to switch over to the other bits of corruption. One of the big ticket items in the election right now is, well, we're going to get to corruption and we're going to get to um, parents' rights in schools. There's two, two different things we want to get to. So I want to play this clip about the first installment of the Trump interview that talks about Letitia James and the FBI and the FBI raid. 
saw the Letitia James. She just talked about Trump and we're going to indict him. We're going to get him. She knew nothing about me. I never heard of her. Just a continuation of a witch hunt that began when I came down the escalator at Trump Tower. I have very little debt, unbelievably little debt. A powerful company, a company that's very lowly leveraged. Sir, the FBI just came in. I said, what? The FBI? Who? And they go, the FBI. And I said, how many people? Many, many people, sir. Many, many people. There are people standing at the gates with AK-47s or some kind of a very sophisticated gun. So they go into the rooms, like my bedroom, my office. They go into the room. Your wife's closet. Wife's closet. Your son's wife's bedroom. room of Hunter Biden and Barron Trump. Barron looks so innocent. They went to a magistrate that hates me. He hated Trump. And we had boxes. And again, many of these boxes had other things. This happens to a former president, etc., etc. I hate to use the word former because I have a lot of problems with what happened. There's like a process that you go through. And I think that the president predominates in the end. When you look at what took place with the Russia, 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 and it's very unfair. We're talking about documents. We're talking about documents that actually are being watched over to a certain extent, and I would say to a large extent by the Secret Service, if you think about it. The problem that you have is they go into rooms. They won't let anybody near them. They wouldn't even let them in the same building. Did they drop anything into those piles? Or did they do it later? Wait. There's no chain of custody here with them. Wouldn't that be on videotape, potentially? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, they're in a room. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. Were they looking for the Hillary Clinton emails that were deleted, but they are around someplace? With the Mueller witch hunt, another one of the witch hunts, who said no collusion. There was no collusion after two years. When the election is over, uh, gasoline will go through the roof. All right. And so, so will your heating... Yeah, that was a, a highly edited piece um, uh, because the actual uh, presentation of that would have would have taken too long. All right, I want to get to uh, school choice. Remember this? Um, remember when um, Terry McAuliffe said this? Let's see. Those come into schools and actually you take books out, and make their own decision. You vetoed it. So. Yeah, I've stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Let's, you know, teach, I get really tired. I don't, don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. All that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. Let's, you know, I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. I get really tired. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy that he said that, right? And you say, well, maybe he misspoke. Well, maybe not. Let's take a listen. So did you misspeak during that debate? No, I was talking about what we need to do, bringing people together. We have the state boards, we have the electoral, the uh, election, we have the board of education, and we have the local school boards who are all involved in this process. So did you? So that was Bill Clinton's, you know, campaign advisor uh, back in the day. Um, but here you go, Governor Glenn Youngkin, uh, who beat him. Uh, says parents should be engaged in their children's lives. This is a meaningful moment for us to come together and support all children in Virginia. Let's take a listen. Governor Glenn Youngkin released a new set of model policies for public schools when it comes to student privacy and parental rights. This undoes last year's models. Youngkin's models require teachers and staff to refer to students only by the name and pronouns on their official record unless otherwise instructed by a parent. It also 
requires school staff to let parents know and have a chance to object before any counseling on a child's identity, gender identity, is offered. When so, you know, that's uh, really good that Youngkin is doing that. And that proved to be really successful for Youngkin. And I think it would be an excellent campaign issue to win on in uh, this November. Let's take a listen to uh, Ron DeSantis. In Florida, we require the truth about American history to be taught in our classrooms. Let's we are required to, to teach slavery, the post-Reconstruction and segregation, civil rights. Those are core parts of American history that should be taught, but it should also be taught accurately. For example, the 1619 Project is a CRT version of history. It's uh, supported by the New York Times. They want to teach our kids that the American Revolution was fought to protect slavery. And that's false. We know why the American Revolution was fought. They wrote pamphlets. We saw them dump tea into the Boston Harbor. We saw them meet in Philadelphia. And we have the records of why they revolted against King George III. And so it was the American Revolution that caused people to question slavery. No one had questioned it before we decided as Americans that we are endowed by our creator with unalienable rights and that we are all created equal. Then that birth abolition movements. So you can't teach history that's being used to pursue an ideological agenda. You can't teach uh, that the foundations of our country uh, were somehow evil. Our, our founders pledged their lives, fortune, sacred honor, and they put a marker in the sand. Not everything lived up to it right away. Of course not. But every major movement in our country's history has gone right back to those core principles. So we want to teach history, all history. It's got to be accurate, though. And we are not going to be in a situation um, where we're taking George Washington's name off schools, taking down statues of Thomas Jefferson. And that's what those people who want CRT want to do. Do. They want to change history. They want to delegitimize these folks, um, and that's not what we're doing. But don't let anyone tell you we don't want those subjects taught, because not only do we want it, we have it in statute that they must be taught. So there you go. Um, you know, the thing is, is that this election coming up in 2022 is super duper important. And we need to take our country back. Well, you know, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. I want to ask everybody to check out our sponsor over at tacticalcivics.com to find out how you can actually localize a campaign to take your country back. They will teach you and give you the tools to uh, set up a chapter in your neck of the woods. I, I think it's a brilliant concept, and it's fast-growing. Uh, from what I'm told... Uh, through our uh, advertising on this show, uh, they've gotten uh, just an unbelievable number of members to sign up, which makes us look really great. So they have a limited campaign, but uh, be sure to check them out in, in, in terms of a limited ad campaign with us. But uh, be sure to check them out, uh, and they'll be with us for a couple of months, I, th I believe. Um, so, in any case, we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye bye, everybody. Grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.